Hey everyone, thank you for coming back and listening to the show. Today is the 8th of May, 2015, the Friday before Mother's Day. And my name is Charlie Maverick, this is the Mavcast. And how about we just play the intro? Yourself. Let your conscience be free. You now read the dude names MAV. Relax yourself. Let your conscience be free. You now read the dude names MAV. Relax yourself. Let your conscience free. You now read the dude names MAV. Relax yourself. Let your conscience be free. You now read with the dude name MAV. That's me, everyone. Uh, thank you for taking time out to watch the show, broadcasting live from Atlanta, Georgia, on a Friday evening. Uh, you guys are wondering, like, hey, Charlie, you never do a show this time of day on a Friday or a weekday. What just happens that, you know, some tragic event happened. There was a plane crash on I-285 in Atlanta, Georgia. Traffic was about to get hectic, and my employer ordered us to vacate the premises before we get stuck in another snowpocalypse type traffic jam. I do appreciate that. Uh, so I'm here to talk about some things. Uh, I wasn't going to do a show this week, but I have an opportunity now uh, going out of town this weekend. So this is a prime opportunity to uh, talk about some stuff before it gets too dated. And uh, the elephant in the room is Tom Brady and the Patriots with the Flategate. So the report came out that Tom Brady uh, was on top of a couple of uh, people to try to make sure that the balls that were played in the game against the Colts and, and everything like that was uh, at the proper PSI to where he wanted it to be, which was under the standard PSI, uh, to where the league, you know, regulates it, the rules are, and the intent was to basically get a better grip on the ball. That's the whole case. First, it came from a journalist that, you know, from Indianapolis after the Indianapolis Colts lost to the Patriots this past uh, playoff season before the Patriots went to the Super Bowl. Uh, apparently there was a Colts uh, defensive back that went to the sidelines and questioned the pressure of the ball. And the journalist from Indianapolis ran with it first, uh, put it out there, and then the whole hoopla about uh, cheating and advantages and all that started to flow, and it was called Deflate Gate. So in the past, we as fans with the Patriots are accustomed to scandal, especially after uh, Spygate, which was back in the day a little bit. But now we have Deflategate, talking about balls. Yeah, we're talking about balls. You know, this is one of those conversations that, a circle of people in a room can have a conversation about balls and not go down the wrong avenue because we're focused and we know exactly what the main topic is. So with this whole thing about the pressure being too low and it gives a better grip on the ball, 
uh, it comes as a surprise to me because I'm a I'm a really big Tom Brady fan, right? And I'm a Patriots fan, of course. That goes hand in hand. When I heard this come out, I was like, oh no, haters are going to hate. That's what's going to happen. Haters are going to hate. And I know haters love to hate a winner. People hated the Raiders in the 70s. People hated the Celtics and the Lakers in the 80s. People hated the Bulls in the 90s. People hated the Lakers again in the early 2000s. People hate the Patriots from the early 2000s to now. And, you know, when you're a winner, 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 they're all on you. The the spotlight is on you. Uh, so I was surprised. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm like, wow, this, this is going to tarnish the legacy, right? But I thought about it. Making sense of all these things and the words going around journalists and the news and everything. And everybody wants to chomp, 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 chomp on the topic and, and put in their opinion. Well, since I am a Tom Brady slash Patriots fan, I thought it was a good idea for me to talk about it on my show. Because I can talk about whatever I want on my show, right? And of course I can. So I'm going to talk about that and how I feel about that. So there was a uh, – Jim Gray had an interview with Tom Brady. Uh, which was set up to be done uh, before this whole scandal really came out. But the topic was brought up in the interview with Jim Gray. And if you don't know who Jim Gray is, he's a tenured uh, interviewer in sports, in the sports realm. So it was asked, and everybody was like, he's not divulging enough information. He's not being forthcoming with telling what really went on. We need him to tell us everything and I'm sure his lawyers and everything are telling him hey hold on you gave a press conference when this first came out you're the owner of your team gave a press conference as soon as he got off the plane you had this interview thing scheduled already in Boston in Salem Massachusetts <laughs> which is a perfect venue for a response to a witch hunt, <laughs> if you may, in Salem, Massachusetts, that this whole interview with Jim Gray and Tom Brady went down. Now, I'm going to preface this entire interview with saying that Jim Gray, Tom Brady are buds because they have a frequent podcast together. So, you know, it is said that there was some type of bias, but... You know, I don't think that Tom Brady would have said anything additional, you know, if anybody else was interviewing him. So, with that being said, I don't see the bias. Now, let me tell you what I think about the whole deflate gate scenario. Deflate gate. You got the ball. You got the cold weather and you got the hot. So if you guys don't know what PSI is and you guys don't understand how this all this all works, then let me inform you a little bit more. So the pressure in the ball is influenced by temperature. If you have a car and you have a, a pressure gauge indicator on your dash, then you know that you can indicate when the tire pressure is lower than the suggested PSI, which is the pressure. So you're going to put air in the tire. This usually happens when it gets cold. Now, 
I have a car that has one of these indicators, and every morning when I get up, if it's below 60 degrees, it, it, it comes on. And once you drive around a little bit and it warms up, you know, it gets more air back in it, and then that indicator goes away. Now, the whole thing that with this deflate gate situation is that the balls were under pressure before the game, brought inside, brought back outside, brought inside as a way to say that the balls were uh, basically tainted. So they were like, well, we adjusted the balls inside. This is a story that came out, basically. They adjusted the PSI of the balls inside. They took it outside. It lost pressure. Totally logical. Because why would you really... Do the tie, do the pressure of the ball outside. I mean, if you know you're going to play in the cold, which I mean, who's going to really bring that up? You know, everybody knows air goes out of something when it gets cold. I mean, but but why would you do the the air the initial air pressure outside? Because it's cold. You're going to do everything inside. So they did it inside. Said when it went outside, it dropped too much below, like two three pounds below. So they were basically saying that somebody had something to do with this. Now it came out that the equipment managers that were handling the balls at the time and Tom Brady was in talks with um, had something to do with this behind the whole thing. And I want to I want to I want to put this out there. So all right, as an as a a competing advantage. Is this really an advantage? So let's talk about what happened in the course of that game. We ran the ball really well. We played awesome defense. Passing did happen, but it wasn't at an abundant level. First, right? First. If you watch the game against the Patriots and Colts, you know what transpired. If you don't know, you can watch the game on NFL Network or some type of playback um, network, whatever, to watch that game and you see what transpired. So it was all brought up in the second half. Alright, so in the second half the Colts were already losing really badly. And then miraculously the defensive back for the Colts questioned the pressure of the ball and said that he there was speculation that they were doing this when they first played them early in the year. <laughs> whatever. So you sound like a sore loser first of all. So let's look at this scientifically. Let's look at this scientifically. So, will a ball that is under pressure go unnoticed to a referee that spots the ball before every down? How many times have you played basketball, football with your friends, and you have your own ball, and you go and you use the ball that they have? you automatically know the pressure's not the same, what you're used to, right? So, all game long, a referee is checking or touching these balls, wiping the balls down if they're wet, and they're basically, you mean to tell me nothing clicked in their mind to tell them that, hey, this tire pressure's a little low. I mean, this, uh, this ball pressure's a little low. It's like, maybe we should check this out. You mean to tell me that no one else in the 
referee's little team, circle of people, the head ref, the, the line judge, everything. You mean to tell me that nobody noticed a lower pressure of that ball and did not directly attribute it to being cold outside at that time? That's what you're telling me. All right. So next, is this a competitive advantage? Yes or no? Well, the, the whole thing is lower pressure balls are better gripped by somebody without large, huge hands, right? So if you have huge hands, you don't care either way. So Tom Brady doesn't have the largest hands, I assume. I don't do hand measurements or anything. I pay attention that much. That's kind of weird. But it's assumed that he likes the pressure a little bit, you know, low, whatever. That's, that's what's assumed right now. That, that's what's coming out. So they're like, it's a competitive advantage because he has a better grip for throwing. My question is, <laughs> how does that make the trajectory and distance traveled to the ball any better with the, with the lower pressure? So if you think about how a ball travels through the air after you throw it, and the pressure of gravity that it pushes down on it, and the rain that pushes down on it, how did Tom Brady complete the majority of his passes with a deflated ball? And how does that make that ball easier to catch from the wide receiver standpoint? Or the tight end standpoint if we're talking about Gronkowski? Let me briefly say, uh, bring up Gronkowski. I commend that meathead for saying something about this. Everybody's coming to Tom Brady's defense. That's, you know, on Tom Brady's side. His father came uh, to his defense. Uh, the owner came to the defense. Uh, everybody's coming to defense. Uh, Gronkowski came to the defense of Tom Brady. And, and if you want to look up exactly what he said, please do that. Uh, but it, it, is, it is amazing. Um, he's talking about the kids. How we ne they never talk about, <laughs> he brought the fact that they never talk about, you know, doing stuff for the kids and the charity. You're talking about deflate gate, deflate gate. And he held up his, you know, his muscles. He was like, you can't deflate this. And then basically at the end of it, he was like, you know what you can deflate? These nuts. And then, you know, that whole thing, got him, thing. You, you, you can get the gist of what's going on here. But anyway, my thing is, is this a really a competitive advantage? And why does it matter? Are they going to take away the Lombardi trophies? Does it make you less of a fan? Now, if you're not a Patriot fan, more than likely you hate the Patriots. It's a love or hate relationship with that team. That, that's exactly how it is. Just like the Lakers. If you are a fan of the Lakers, you freaking love the Lakers. If you're not a fan of the Lakers, you freaking hate the Lakers. That's it. So... With all this scandal coming out, it looks like we're in the golden age of scandal. Like, there might have been so many other things that came to light back in the day during Watergate if we had the amount of, uh, or lack of, uh, uh, anonymity that, you know, that they did then, you know. Or do we do now? I'm sorry that we do now. Lack of amenity. Anything that you share on the internet is visible, and somebody will dig it up and find it at the opportune time. Now, my thing is, my thing is, does this does this make you believe that 
this was the root cause of them rooting of them winning the Super Bowl? Is this the root cause of Tom Brady being so successful as a quarterback? If he had a competitive advantage to that extent, shouldn't he have had the highest quarterback rating in the league? I pose that question to you. Other question is, why do I hate Aaron Rodgers so much? Let me give you another reason, if you didn't already know why I hate Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was the first one to step up and talk crap about it being a travesty that Tom Brady would do this. Why would you even answer that? You insinuated that you did not believe anything Tom Brady said. Of course, he's your competitor, and we beat y'all, but, st but still, 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 shut your mouth. That's, you know, that's why you're not on any State Farm commercials anymore. Okay, because people are tired of you, Aaron Rodgers. All right, tired of you, Aaron Rodgers. Now, I'm sorry about that, Aaron Rodgers rant. But my 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 thing is, does this make you less of a fan? I don't think it does. It doesn't make me less of a fan. Now, if he actually did it, I'm saying kudos because you played with literally, you know, it, it might not be heavier because of the way that the air pressure is lower, but it it seems to me to commend the guy if he's throwing bombs and bullets with a a football that is under pressure and is harder to actually throw a further distance. Does that make more sense than this BS that they're talking about? The competitive advantage because the ball is under inflated? When I first heard that, I'm like, that don't make no sense. As, you know, people say, that don't make no sense. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any damn sense at all to me, to you, possibly. Or a lot of people are going to say, yeah, I'm a football expert. I'm a PSI expert. Yeah, it does make sense. It's a competitive advantage, and you should not get it, Tom Brady. Just, and a lot of people are just waiting to, to, to jump on the bandwagon and say, ah, oh, Tom Brady's the worst piece of crap ever. You know? That's, they're, they're waiting. And I, I know some Carolina fans right now that are like, yes, I'm jumping on this bandwagon right now. You know? To them I say, you need something better to do in life than to hate on somebody like that. You know? It's for that, right? But it doesn't make sense to me at all. But that's all I'm, I'm going to say about that. Basically, there's going to be more news that comes out, and whatever outcome it is, I'm still going to be a Patriots fan. So if you hate Tom Brady now, you're still going to hate him. If you love Tom Brady now, you're not going to really love him any less. Or you're going to love him a little less until football season starts back, and, you know, we, we're going to make sure that we play with – inflated balls to the correct PSI, and then we're going to still beat a lot of people. Maybe not win the Super Bowl, but we're going to have a good record. Uh, anyway, I uh, hope you guys uh, are enjoying your Apple Watches, whoever got Apple Watches. It's great. Awesome. Um, so next show is going to basically be about more tech-related topics. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. I want to keep the shows right here short as possible so you guys with short attention spans, meaning me, 
uh, because I do go back and listen to the show and critique myself, which is very beneficial because you know I just I, I you know you got to correct yourself for doing certain things. But uh, you guys, hey, if you want to show your love for the show, there's a fan donation button on my main YouTube page. There is a website where you can see and listen to all the Mavcast podcast episodes, which is www.themavcast.com. You can join the blog. You can follow me on Twitter at the Mavcast. You can find me on Google Plus at Charlie Maverick Smith, where you already found me if you're watching this. Or you can subscribe to the show on iTunes. Great, great thanks to big thanks to a lot of people that have more listeners than than, than YouTube uh, watchers that are consistently out there um, subscribing to the show on iTunes and you guys I love you guys you guys great thanks for the support and you know the viewers the live viewers and or listeners at this point I do appreciate you taking the time out listen to the live stream and tell your friends family about it I hope all the mothers have a happy Mother's Day and you guys enjoy the great weather while it lasts especially if you're in South Carolina you guys have a great weekend, and this is the Mavcast, and I'm out until next time.